With Thanksgiving right around the corner, we know it is a season to reflect back on and acknowledge all that we have to be grateful and thankful for. But let's face it, this can be tough to do at times with everything going on in our personal lives and the world at large. However, practicing thankfulness can have hugely positive impacts on our life. So listen along to get inspired to adopt an attitude of gratitude. Welcome to All Things Education with me, Mr. Z. And me, Miss V. We are teachers, and we are going to help you explore the world of education. The sweet, the tough, and the outrageous. And let me tell you, we've seen it all. Using our experience, research, and an occasional guest expert, we'll present fresh perspectives on all things education. Wink. (laughs) I see what you did there. Each episode will be informative and entertaining, and no topic is off limits. Before we get into all things gratitude, let's take a quick minute to catch up. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever, to be completely honest. I know. And we've been busy. And because that, we've gotten a little behind on a few episodes here. Yeah. So let's wait. Let's, let's, before we get started, let's bring our listeners up to speed. What have we been up to? We've been up to a lot. You and I have been quite the busy bees. So let's, let's think. I had, my brother was in town. Um, had a first birthday party for my nephew at your my... cake was beautiful. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I made a. I mean, I will say humble brag. I was pretty proud of no, that. No, brag cake. away. <laughs> um, what else? We did our chili cook off. You made a fantastic chili. Yes. What year was this? Was this the fourth, fifth year? No, this was the seventh year. Seventh year and seven years. I have not won. No, no. I'm not bitter <laughs> this at all. But you won a cornbread once, right? You won by a- default. <laughs> Well, hey, take what you can get, honey. <laughs> but it's always a lot of fun. There's always at least like, what, seven, eight, nine different chilies. Yeah, and this year we had a ton of chilies and we had our first ever real tie. Uh, yeah. So that was fun. And people get creative with the names. So it's always fun. Yeah. Um, what else did we have? Halloween. You had some pretty amazing Halloween costumes. Oh, I'm a slight brag here. I feel like I won Halloween, to yes. be completely honest. Well, share. What were your two so costumes? So I had two costumes this year. One, I went as just a simple houseplant, a monstera. Very And um, I won a costume contest at one party I went to and got pulled on the stage at a bar at another one. Ooh. Made to do shots, which... I hate that sort of attention, despite <laughs> what people think. <laughs> and then um, at work, we have to go as a group. And after a long, drawn-out process, um, <laughs> they decided on the four seasons. Mm-hmm. And by default, I got winter. So, I mean, you know, I'm going to go big. And I did. My inspiration was a picture in your head, you know, the Disney World holiday parade where the snowflakes come down Main Street on roller skates and... Um, I think I was really good you at recreating it. You nailed it. If you do not follow Scott on his personal Instagram account, I would highly recommend doing so because... Oh, did you post any on Instagram? I yet? have not. I'm uh, always... He's, is, he's a little behind on his Insta posts because... Everything's like two weeks <laughs> late for me. If you are a former intern, you know that his Insta posts, he, there's a whole storyboard that goes into it. So anyway, stay tuned <laughs> because I will say he sent me the pictures and videos of his snowflake costume. Yeah, we and, should post some pictures of the chili cook-off just for fun. Yeah, we should. And Halloween, your costumes. I didn't actually dress up for Halloween this year because I was in Colombia. Yeah. So, um, but I, I do have to say I really missed 
doing Halloween with you because I mean we've had so many dynamic so many costumes, costumes in the past. Like one of my favorites, I was just looking back at the pictures when you were Little Red Riding Hood and I was the Granny Wolf. Yes, I yes. loved that one. <laughs> I don't know. This one was a little tricky though because I wore my roller skates the whole entire day. Yeah, and which I know we're not props the, to you. We're not the best on our roller skates. Um, <laughs> walking up and down stairs at school with kids was. Going up and down the stage. I saw videos of Scott skating around on stage. But going back to Columbia, you did dress up. I mean, you got like fake tattoos on your neck. Oh, yeah, face painting. Yes, I got a neck tat. And I have to say, I was into the neck tat, but... Um, mm, my, yeah, Kitty my, would not like yes. that if she's listening right now. My I mom, put a Kitty on that. would not go for that, so I won't do it. <laughs> I feel like the other big thing that's really happened besides your travels are I turned a year older. You did the big forty eight. Um, a little surprise party was thrown for me. A little surprise. No, party. it was actually huge because <laughs> this past weekend was my birthday, and I was. Su- Supposed to be in Vegas for BravoCon, which mm-hmm. we know like it's a sore subject with everybody. But um, <laughs> Katie and other friends got together and threw me a bar a BravoCon themed surprise party. I was truly surprised, and they had cardboard cutouts of Erica Jane and Andy Cohen and photo booths, and everything was very themed. And people came dressed up. Um, yeah, and I guess I did get to dress for that because I dressed, if you're a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City watcher, you might remember Meredith Marks and her very iconic um, <laughs> rhinestone crystal face mask. So yes. I hand beaded one, but as the night went on, <laughs> each time I would the like beads. laugh or something, the beads would be <laughs> flying off. So anyway, um, but it was a very fun party. Yeah, and, and there were people like Top Chef was represented. Below Proj- Deck. Project Runway, Below Deck. Yep. We even had someone dressed as a table. Shout out to Juice. Yes. The table flip from uh, Teresa. And then somebody came as Teresa. Yep. So, I mean, so. it was great. Lots of lots of people got into it. And, you know, when we couldn't be in Vegas for real BravoCon, we did the best we could. Yeah. So it has been a super It definitely busy... made up for me not going. <laughs> I, I sure hope so. <laughs> and it saved me a lot of money, apparently. <laughs> that it did. That it did. <laughs> yeah. So hearing all of this, I'd really have to say that we both, you know, despite us being so busy, these are all things that are amazing. Yes. That you know, are definitely highlights and make any stress that we're dealing with really more positive. And I think that we both have a lot to be thankful for this year. Absolutely. And I mean, as we previously mentioned, it can be hard to actually stop and give thanks and acknowledge all of those positives. I know we just did, but sometimes if you're not reflecting on it with a friend, it's hard to, in the moment by yourself, think like, wow, I'm really thankful. But why Why is it? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think right now, at least for me, I feel like the state of the world is just really kind of grim and scary and sad. Everything we see in the news, everything going on, it can feel really kind of daunting to search for the good. But also on the other hand, I don't know if anyone else feels this way or if you do, Scott, but I almost feel like guilty sometimes celebrating like the good things happening in my own life when I know that so many other people are suffering and struggling and it, it makes me feel guilty and bad. So I think, yeah, I think there's definitely a, I completely understand that. I think there is a fine line where 
you know, people come across tone deaf Mm -hmm. and not really aware of like what else is happening in the world and to Mm -hmm. even like friends that are close to them. And I think, you know, social media plays into that a little bit, right? Everything always looks great. And let's be honest, sometimes for me, it's easier for me to focus on, you know, my challenges, my hardships. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll be the first to admit that sometimes I really enjoy a little wallowing, my own (laughs) hardships and struggles. You don't say. Yeah, pity party for one right here. You know, Um, and I think I do that for a variety of reasons, because, you know, these days when I see friends, you know, flying all over the world on Instagram, and I think it goes back to that social media and like comparing myself and, you know, getting new cars and working from home and being allowed to take naps throughout the day where that's not the case. I'm in a classroom with 25 kids getting me sick constantly. I've been sick, I think, since the beginning of October. Um, Sometimes the kids are kicking and biting me and... Yeah. You know, I don't get to take a nap and I'm go, 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 go all the time. Um, and so sometimes I think it's easier just to sort of dwell on on that negative because, you know. It, yeah, it's tough. it's what you're in and you're kind of in the trenches. So it's the main thing that you're focusing on. Mm-hmm. So I get that. And I mean, honestly, I think it's just hard to find the time to actually be grateful. We're all so busy, as we just mentioned, but really no matter what your job is, no matter if you have kids or not, or even if you are a kid, everyone is busy, kids included. And to stop and really reflect on or be cognizant of all the good things in life, well, honestly, it takes time. And often it's time that we don't have. Yeah. So if you are like me, though, and have that pity party for yourself, you know, it's I think it's really important to remember to like, okay, you can be there for a second someone can validate it or you can validate it by, you know, having that moment, but then you need to not spend much time in the headspace. Yeah. Because I think spending too much time there can be really detrimental to your mindset and overall health. Yeah. Um, And I I think that's important. Yeah. So we know that being grateful is hard, but as the popular saying these days goes, we can, we can do hard things. Yeah. So why should we practice gratitude? There is actually a ton of research about the benefits of being grateful. Yes, it can help not only our mental health, but also our physical health. And it can improve our relationships with significant others, family members, friends. It can help us be more present in the moment and savor our current experiences. And practicing gratitude helps remind us that we are all part of something bigger, I think. Yeah, You know, gratitude, as Katie mentioned, does help and have a positive impact on a person's emotional and physical health. It can increase happiness and practicing gratitude and highlighting the positive things in life can help us deal with life when we're faced with more of those challenges and struggles. Mm -hmm. We can, you know, reduce the anxiety of spiraling down that black hole and thinking, wow, my life is so hard. I'm really facing something. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about that gratitude, be like, wait, wait, so many good things are happening. This is just a little bump in the road and I know yeah. that I can get over it. So practicing gratitude can also help kids in the same way, combat some of the hard emotions they encounter. Totally. Encourage them, in, encouraging them to focus on the positives of life instead of what they can or can't do or don't have 
can help curb the tendency um, when people start to think negatively about themselves, right? It helps create that positive self-image. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And I think, you know, some of the research that's out there, it talks about how gratitude is not just something that you can focus on in the present, but really mm-hmm. in the past and also in the future. So an article from Harvard Medical School had a really poignant position about gratitude, which read, People can apply it to the past, so retrieving positive memories and being thankful for elements of childhood or past blessings. They can apply it to the present, not taking good fortune for granted as it comes, and they can apply it to the future, maintaining a hopeful and optimistic attitude. And I just really thought that was nice because it's not just something like, oh, I need to remember to be grateful right this second when something's going well. Mm -hmm. No, like you said, you can really use it to you know, kind of get yourself through a tough time knowing that, okay, in the past I've had really good experiences and gotten through things. So I know even though right now things are difficult in the future, I will be able to, and for that, I'm going to be grateful and hopeful and have all of those things. Yeah. And I think on top of that, I think reflection comes into play here a little bit as well, especially Mm -hmm. when thinking about the past. Cause I think there's so many times where we think we're, facing a challenge, we're feeling stressed, and oh, poor, what was me? But when we come out of it and we're on the other side and we take a step back and we look, mm-hmm. there were a lot of good moments maybe attached to that. And what comes out of it is usually pretty good, what you've learned, what you've experienced. But you can always probably find something that was positive in that moment that you didn't, you weren't realizing at the time. Totally. Like sometimes I think back to (laughs) in college and when I was in college, like it felt very stressful. I was very, you know, stuck on like, okay, I have to get these A's. I need to make sure that my papers are perfect. I need to be studying. I mean, let's be fair. I did my fair share of not studying and having a good time too. Not you. If you can believe it. But, you know, I think back now and I'm like, man, if I could go back, like, my life was a breeze back in college. Like, yeah. you know, you're studying and learning, but it's nothing compared to like when you're in the working world and you have real life stressors. Not that college students don't have real life stressors. No, but, but I think it's a, it's a matter of, you know, reflecting back after. Yep. But then also perspective at the time. Yes. And, you know, when I went back and got, a, when you were telling that story, I went back and got, you know, another, another endorsement or degree you know, I had to take one class of math and I was with, you know, some college girls and like, come to our dorm for a group session. (laughs) And they were freaking out about the math. I'm like, this is so easy. Like, this is like, (laughs) why are we stressing about this? And like, for them in the moment, it was so difficult, but taking steps back as an adult, realizing there were so many other uh, struggles that we face or challenges Mm -hmm. that I was grateful to be able to come back and like have this sort of like fun moment yep. and not be a stress taking exam, you know? Totally. And I think what you said about like putting things into perspective, that's what gratitude can really help with that mm-hmm. things aren't sometimes as huge or scary or difficult as they seem if you look at the big picture. And I think gratitude really helps us look at that big picture, mm-hmm. which is nice. For sure. And there was another study, right, from UCLA that mm-hmm. talked about depression and sleep. Yeah. And how being gratitude can actually reduce or being grateful, um, can actually reduce levels of depression and anxiety and 
habitually practicing gratitude. So meaning for a couple of minutes every day, almost like meditation. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people do tie in gratitude with meditation, but how it can actually really have a positive impact on your sleep. If you go to bed thinking, um, about things you're grateful for, it's going to benefit you from like kind of that, what some people call like doom scrolling or doom spiraling where, you know, you're just kind of like on this loop because you've got so much else on your mind. But if you really focus rather on those positive things can be very beneficial. Yeah. I bet that would, I mean, I'm actually going to try this because I feel like when I get into bed, I'm I'm ready to go to bed. I'm tired, but I have like this scrolling to-do list in my head of like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I need to do this. I need to send this email. I need to check this. I need to copy this work tomorrow. Yep. I need to get up. But if I stopped and took a moment, I was like, okay, before I go to sleep, I'm going to think of three things that I'm grateful for. It will put my mind at ease and maybe I'll be able to fall asleep uh, a little bit easier. Absolutely. And I think even reframing that to-do list is like, okay, here are the three things from my to-do list that I did get done today. And for those things, I'm Oh, grateful. look at that. Change, like putting I it know. back on me. Yeah, I love it. Um, I do think though it's important to, to point out that being grateful and, you know, some of these practices thinking about what we're thankful for and highlighting the highs of our life, it doesn't always come naturally to people. And I mm-hmm. think it's something that just like, you know, you do core exercises to work your abs, like you need, it's a muscle that you need to flex and practice. And there's many different ways that you can do that. Yeah. So speaking of that, and we know all the benefits of gratitude, um, but what are some of those ways that we can practice gratitude? I feel like when we say practice gratitude, that sounds so big and ambiguous, but what are some like (laughs) tangible ways that we can be thankful. Well, I mean, I think let's just start really simple and just saying thank you. Mm. Thanking you, you know, the the person at the grocery store who's begging my groceries, like, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. that's really nice. Or just to tell someone how grateful you are for them. Yeah. Um, this past week at our grade level meetings, there was two like a, let's go around the table and say your first concert or your favorite snack or something. But this week they actually had the table covered in thank you cards. And they said, take one, two, or three cards and write a thank you note to someone in the building that's helped you, maybe a fellow colleague, maybe it's the gentleman who empties my garbage can at the end of the day, or the person who has to sweep up all the the crayons that are broken on my floor (laughs) and pick up, you know, the mess. But just like, you know, it, it... a simple, a simple thank, you thank you goes so far. For sure. I totally agree with that. And I think, yeah, going, thinking about any person in any role, it feels so nice to hear thank you. And it is very beneficial and super simple to do. Yeah. So actually, I left school yesterday and um, I actually went by Target and I actually picked up a box of thank you cards. Um just because I thought, you know what, I'm going to continue this practice at home when I have some free time to just, you know, jot a little note to somebody and I say love thanks. That. Yep. And I mean, speaking of jotting things down, I think we have seen a lot of journaling is a very big self-care practice right now, but gratitude journaling specifically is a great way to kind of get more in that habitual practice Mm -hmm. of, of being grateful. And so I know for me and my family, my brother, um, 
Well, now I can't remember if it was my brother or my sister, but I think it was my brother. But sorry, Jenny, if it was you. But um, <laughs> one of them got us these things called the five-minute journal, and it's meant to be done right before bed. And it um, you know, has you write down three things that you were grateful for today. And I really like it because in the journal, it says you don't need to – this doesn't need to be something super profound. It can be – I had a delicious sandwich at lunch, and it was – great. And I'm really thankful that I ate that. Yeah. Like it can be as simple as that, but just po- focusing on a positive or it can be in a much more profound sense if someone yeah. did something very kind for you or whatever. But, you know, practicing gratitude doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this, you know, mind blowing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be super deep. I mean, it could be as like, oh my gosh, Taylor Swift re-released 1989 Taylor's versions. And you know, all these songs from the vault are on and I'm so excited for new music. I mean, it could be that sort of, you know, surface level, but it's something that I'm, you know, I am grateful for because I enjoy listening to her music. And, and if it had a positive impact on your day, then yeah, we should be grateful for it no matter how big or small. So journaling is a big one. You could do like a gratitude jar at your home or in the classroom. I've heard about them before, but I'm like, what I'm, yeah, just, just write down a thought and put it in a jar. Kind of. Well, I mean, I think anyone can do it any way that they want, but I've seen it done where, yeah, you write on like a little strip of paper, a little post-it note, something that you're grateful for if you're doing it in the classroom. You can then at the end of each week kind of go through and pick out a couple and see what, you know, different peers or people, and it can be anonymous, um, but it's kind of fun to see like, oh, I was grateful that so-and-so helped me um, pack my backpack when I was running behind, or if it's something Mm -hmm. at your own house, you know, um, if you've got a big family or whatever, it's just kind of a fun surprise to see maybe someone wrote about something you did that you didn't even think was making an impact on their day. Yeah. So I know that makes sense. Kind of fun. Um, yeah. One of the other things I think, I don't know if this is about, it's kind of, it's gratitude, I think, but just even doing like a random act of kindness too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I, I often as a teacher get lots of Starbucks gift cards. Um, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> so for me, it's like getting, you know, a hot chocolate when it's cold out. Um, so oftentimes when I have like, you know, some money left on the card, I'll be like, oh, hey, you know, put this towards the next person's bill or just pick up their drink. I don't really go that often. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, don't get in line behind me <laughs> expecting me to buy your drink. But I have done it before. And it's always so funny because they're so caught off guard. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of like that cool feeling that, you know, you just made someone's day yep. in like such a small gesture. And you know, seeing the look on their face and and then, you know, maybe they do it for somebody else. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool. And I'm not getting anything out of it besides just, you know, doing something nice for someone. Yeah. But I mean, I think it does have a huge impact on the person that is doing that. You know, it it feels good to make someone's day. And that's really special. Uh, How else can we practice gratitude? I'm all, well, I'm a big fan of just even just, simply modeling language of gratitude. And by that, what I mean is, you know, if you go out to dinner or you're with, you know, kids or your family, um, you know, I may be like, oh, wow, I'm full. Be like, wow, I'm thankful that I'm full, that my tummy is full. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of, you know, like when you're making classroom agreements, you know, they're always like, don't be like, 
no talking, no that like put a more positive spin sure. on it. Yeah. So do the, the same thing with gratitude, right? Like present it in a way that you're like, wow, I'm thankful that um, I was able, the weather's beautiful today and I was able to go outside for a walk. Exactly. And, and expressing it that way mm-hmm. to people around you so that they're hearing those words as well. Right. And I think this is like a perfect time to mention that being grateful doesn't mean it's not equivalent to being toxically positive or whatever that um, toxic positivity, right? Like, yes, there are some days as Scott was talking about earlier that you're not going to feel like being grateful and that's okay. But you know, if it's like a super rainy yuck day and you're having a day because of whatever going on in your life, it is one of those moments where you can maybe stop and be like, wow, I am so grateful that I know sunny days are ahead because today is not one of them. And today I'm struggling. Um, so I think, you know, being grateful doesn't mean like, Oh, everything's amazing. And I'm so thankful, which is not realistic and that's totally fine. But to know that there are positive days ahead because you've mm-hmm. had positive days in the past. And right. so I think that's important to, I love to mention. That. It's always important to remember that. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing is, you know, sort of using that grateful language and um, expressing it for things that maybe sometimes we take for granted. Yeah. I mean, even the fact that like, I mean, I know this sounds silly, but we have electricity and running water. Totally. You know, like, yeah, we are very, very lucky to have those things and yeah. so not taking those for granted and or there's so many people in chicago right now who don't exactly um and yeah we don't want to take that for granted i think it's a good life lesson and being a part of community absolutely All right, so let's wrap up today's episode by just sharing a few things that we're grateful for. So I'll go ahead and go first. Okay, let's um, hear it. Just a couple of things that I'm grateful for are one, my family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be the person I am without them, and that means a ton to me, the world to me. Um, I also am grateful for uh, my health, mm-hmm. although I've been pretty <laughs> pretty sick lately, if you know me. Um, but you know, I think I'm on the upswing and it's just like going through this and I know that better days are coming soon. Um, so I can get back to, you know, you know, working out and, you know, doing the usual things that I enjoy Mm -hmm. to relieve stress. And then I'm also really grateful for, you know, the opportunity and for the people that actually listen to our podcast. Cause I mean, we, uh, we get lots of fun, positive feedback um, I love when people DM us and write us and interact on our Instagram account, um, mm-hmm. or even like in you know interact with us individually. Yeah, um, because you know hopefully we're we're making a difference, even if it's just a small one, and we reach one person. Yeah, um, I think I that give that's one something. person a smile by listening to yeah. us, then it makes it all worth yeah, it. That's what I'm thankful for. I love that. Well, Scott, I'm very thankful for you. I'm grateful to have you in my life. I mean it. Sometimes you drive me a little bonkers, but in the best way possible. And I 
Um, yeah, I'm really grateful for your friendship and all of my friends. I think I have such a wonderful community of friends and my family is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And we are recording this right before dinner time. So I'm also very thankful for all the delicious food that is available to us in Chicago, <laughs> our Chicago restaurants and all of the amazing chefs and yeah. bakers and everyone that, um, all the new Michelin stars. Is exactly. it restaurants have gotten? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but there's so much to be grateful for. We are grateful for all of you listeners. Yes. We really, really appreciate it. And Thanksgiving's right around the corner. So we are wishing you the happiest Thanksgiving with your family and friends, however you plan to celebrate. And we will catch you back here after the holiday. Yep. Gobble, gobble.